Welcome to the Twinsler Pod. I'm Katie Winsler. And I am Courtney Legal, previously Winsler. We are the Winsler Twins, so people call us the Twinslers. On this episode, we have Katie's questionable celebrity encounter. Courtney was licked by a raccoon. We're talking Formula One in the USA, highest paid athlete of the year, some Barstool sports drama, what to watch this week. We have our classic doubling down spot of the week and new segment alert. All right, Katie, I'm seeing you on Zoom right now and you're not at your house. What's going on? I'm not up at Kelsey's house for a few days. So um, we decided on Tuesday night, we were like, hey, let's just go up and hang out up there. So um, actually, you know, the drive up, I feel like we've done this drive a lot. And at one point, like when we came up to see the family over Thanksgiving, remember it took Grant and I like four and a half hours. Yeah, you guys left at like 5 p.m., 4 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. And it took us so long. Um, mm-hmm. This time we left around the same time. We left right after work. Maybe it was like, yeah, it was like five o'clock. Two hours to get up here. Wow. It's never been a sweet fast. spot. Yeah. It, I mean, maybe just because it was like on a Tuesday. Or, I don't know. But we got up here fast. So just been spending the last couple days here and then going to spend through the weekend. But always love being up in L.A. Super fun. Um, it's a good change of pace. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I feel like we'll probably just spend most of the time at the house, but we may venture to Abbott-Kinney area. Remember that area? Not particularly. It's like Venice Beach. There's like shopping and fun little restaurants. We went up there for uh, Jessica's bachelorette party a couple years ago. Such yeah. a good time. That was yeah. a great bachelorette party. Exactly. And so I think we went to brunch in at Abbott-Kinney. So that was like... Oh, okay. Yeah, area. we all rode the birds down there yeah and we had to stay like two separate tables but it was a really cute little restaurant like you were yeah. sitting at a couch I think yeah yeah it was yeah next to Alexis who is one of my favorite people in the world but there you go I digress yeah. how's the rest of the week been um super good last weekend well I guess to last LA thing is I had a celebrity spotting last night oh yeah yeah and so we were driving to dinner to meet up with some of Grant's co-workers and um we drove on like we were on the Sunset Strip and uh, we drove by uh, the Oppenheimer group. group. Oppenheimer? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oppenheim. Oppenheim. Isn't, there like, isn't Oppenheimer like a thing? It isn't sounds it? German. I don't know. I feel, I feel like but Oppenheim is the name of yeah, the group like, from Selling Sunset. I feel like Oppenheimer has to do like sounds like it's like a, a music thing. Like a I don't know. I digress. Anyways, um, <laughs> we ended up, yeah, drove by there and we got a little bit past. I saw one of, one of the twins, one of the short Kings uh, <laughs> driving like a Bentley uh, SUV. And I was like, Grant, look. <laughs> and he just Any, missed him. Anyone in the passenger seat or is it just him? It's just him. It was really quick when we passed by, but I've seen one of them before driving down Laurel Canyon. So they're everywhere. I mean, there are two of them. There's but, two of them. There's double yeah. the chance of spotting an Oppenheimer yeah. win. Yep. That was my big celebrity LA spotting. Very relevant. So far. Um, I mean, you have so far. a couple, couple more, days. more days. Yeah. You never know what may happen. Now, you uh, saw Kelly Clarkson once in, in WeHo, right? <laughs> yeah. That was you the wanna, same bachelorette party. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Same bachelorette party. We were down like around uh, Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants. And 
we were just outside on the corner. You guys, I think, walked ahead a little bit for some reason. And it was just me. I feel like it was just me. I, I tend to separate from groups like once we're out drinking a little bit. Not, <laughs> I not go a on trait. It's not a great <laughs> trait. I got a little, I'm not gonna lie. It's not, but it doesn't, but like I don't do it. It's not like I'm going out and drinking with groups anymore. But when we did, um, I was standing at a stoplight by myself again. I don't know why. Um, and I looked to my left and this, I was like, that's Kelly Clarkson. That's Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> and I had a couple drinks in me. I just walked up to her. I was like, I love you. And I hugged her. How creepy is that? You are so bold when you've had like <laughs> three or four drinks. <laughs> I can't, I can't even keep up with you. <laughs> she was like the nicest ever. She's like, oh, thanks, sweetie. But like, if some, if I was standing on a street corner and some random girl came up and like touched me, I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> I Okay. Well, one, this was pre-COVID and two, yeah. like, she's used to that I mean she's a celebrity yeah. if it happens yeah. to you right now it's <laughs> not a good that's, there's a reason that it's questionable but uh if it happens to Kelly Clarkson I feel like it's a little more reasonable yeah but I just feel like somebody should say can I give you a hug not just well, like yeah. go in for I mean, it you should ask permission with, right which, sure. is, which is what I did I broke into her bubble yeah. without yeah. asking yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah that that's my LA story so far. I mean, hopefully next week I'll have some more fun stuff to talk about. I'm sure I will, but if it's just us chilling, I'm also happy with that. Um, and then the last thing we went to a Padres game on, I think it was Saturday night, right? I don't remember. Yeah. Cause we, t- I did your photos and then we went oh, to yeah. the farmer's market and when we were sitting in the farmer's market, we're like, what are we going to do? And then we're like, the Padres are in town. So kind of awesome that we can just be like yeah let's just scooter over tonight and watch a Padres game um one of my favorite activities you guys definitely take advantage of where you live which is important yes I think it's the time to do that like just live for ourselves because you know the next few years who knows what life will bring but right now we're really enjoying it that was like you guys' fourth Padres third or fourth Padres game right yeah I think we have a third do you have a jersey yet? Uh, I do have a jersey, but it's not. It's just one I got like at Target. It just says yeah. Padres and it's gray. Um, but I would, I think I would like to get a Machado. Not Machado. Oh my goodness. Uh, Tatis, Tatis one. Yeah. Is he playing again or is he hurt? He's still hurt. Uh, okay. So I've, he's my favorite player on the Padres. I've only, I think I've only been able to see him play once. And I've watched probably eight. Padres games in the last two years he's only played in one that I've been able to see (laughs) which tells you like how charismatic and talented he is that you still have that appreciation for him and he's not playing right now yeah I mean he tends to get hurt I mean his injury right now is so silly he didn't get hurt in a motorcycle accident yeah in the off season yeah it's like don't ride a motorcycle I don't know you can't just not live your life but if you're doing stuff that gets you in in motorcycle accidents maybe you need to reevaluate because you've got a multi-million dollar contract and your job is your body but agreed anyways (laughs) uh how's your week uh you know everything right now is obviously baby focused um we're getting down to the wire we're at like uh if you're listening to this and we're we're at six weeks until the due date which is crazy insane um so my coworkers were so so freaking nice and they did the baby shower on friday and they invited you and kyle which was mm-hmm. really special for me and yeah. it, 
I don't I don't think that when they when they were creating the games they know I'm competitive. Yeah. But uh, I don't think they factored in that there's two of us <laughs> because <laughs> you were actually the one that was most competitive at the shower, which was cracking me up. Oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the best. We play this game uh, that you have to wear a a clothespin, and if you say the word baby then whoever hears you say the word baby, they get to claim your clothespin. And then the person at the end with the most clothespins wins. And you didn't know anybody. <laughs> it was I didn't. so funny. Because somebody would say the word baby, be like, can I have your clothespin? <laughs> <laughs> I would literally go up in their face. I didn't know their name. I'd be like, um, excuse me, uh, can I have your pen? <laughs> <laughs> you're a little raccoon. And then you had all of the clothespins. So but that was I, Well, fun. I was sitting there and I heard like three other people one was your like which one do I want to go for yeah but I think one was like your boss's boss and I was like too intimidated to ask him but <laughs> I definitely heard him say it and I was like mm, no my boldness only goes so far <laughs> boundaries with my coworkers. that's that's good yeah. I suppose but they were they were great it was a fun um it was super fun, fun. we got everybody's baby photos and they put them on the wall and then you had to guess the baby and I won that one and I won it's something that I've been wanting to buy for a while and I just never pulled the trigger but it's one of those big water bottles and then oh, it yeah. has the increments from when you should be drinking mm-hmm. uh, and it's, I'm actually doing really good at it which is awesome I've done nice. it like for like four days and I've gotten all my water so hopefully nice. it's a trend that continues yeah I want to I want a bottle of wine from there and I can yeah, say yeah. that i did a good job at drinking that too <laughs> everyone's getting hydrated and you got <laughs> flowers too and they all pulled yeah. together and they got us a bunch of stuff from our registry which was just so nice yeah. so freaking nice and we ended up getting the mamaru which is you I don't think you've seen it in action but it's it's like a well no I, guess I, I don't like think a, you've seen the mamaru in action yet you don't understand <laughs> the quality of this rocker it is yes. So Crazy. you put the baby in this like chair and it's Bluetooth. So you could be sitting on the couch and be like, I want it to go a little bit faster. Or, I want it to go in this pattern and this pattern. <laughs> it's so wild. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty jazzed. I also had my um, first Mother's Day on Sunday and Kyle did celebrate, which is really nice. Woke nice. up and he gave me um, a couple presents. I got, I've never seen it before, but it's a, an eye massager. Oh, so it's this mask and it has like heat and then it's got kind of like those rolling massage things and it plays mm-hmm. music or it could do Bluetooth. So you could play your Calm app, whatever nice. you want to do and you just lay there for like 15 minutes. It's magical. I imagine when you get a headache, it's just yeah, dreamy. So he got me that because he knows I haven't been sleeping well. And then he, he knows I'm super intimidated about um, breastfeeding. So he's been researching some stuff and he got me some stuff to help me out with that, which is just really awesome. never expected and so sweet. And then um, went to the zoo and I got licked by a raccoon. Well, there you go. What a good Mother's Day. Yeah. It was trusted contact with a professional. Yeah. Right. So it's not like I was taking God, the you, garbage out. I got, yeah. <laughs> I got licked by a raccoon. Uh, but it was, I, I love raccoons. So I was so jazzed on that. And um, we had In-N-Out for dinner, which. There you go. I mean, what a way to top the night. And we watched uh, Jessica Biel's new show, which if you haven't watched it yet, you should I have no idea oh is that where she's like a murderer it's called candy 
it's the one she was promoting when I went to the Mother's Day show. And yeah, it's about so far. I mean, it's not a spoiler. Like the whole premise is she murders like a friend, but mm-hmm. we don't know why. And so like mm-hmm. we're in episode two and it's really nice. good so far. She's killing it. So nice. Um, I feel really bad because at your baby shower, I was like standing next to Kyle and I was just like, you better do stuff for her for Mother's Day. And <laughs> yeah, just like being so mean to him. I came in very hot and like accusatory in a way. Like, yeah. like he wasn't going to do anything, but Kyle's like the most thoughtful guy. And I already know that like he had a bunch of things planned, but I was like, you, you better. He's like, okay, okay. I appreciate you both for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, you also took our maternity photos, which was so nice. I love the way they turned out. And yeah, that was really fun pretty jazzed on that I'd hire you again thank you yeah it's been a morning walking around Balboa Park avoiding homeless people it was wonderful yeah (laughs) a bit of a dodge so uh should we get into some topics yeah sounds great you have the first one oh I do okay so the Miami Grand Prix uh for Formula One happened last weekend and let me tell you all the stars came out like it was a hot Hollywood event. And now I'm wondering, has F1 made it to America? What do you I think? think? Absolutely. I think it's a total opportunity to, I mean, you're walking around, you're seeing people, you're talking to everybody. You've seen the show on Netflix and it's mm-hmm. just like, it's a whole vibe. It's, there's a lot of money in Formula One. And there's, so there's a lot of flash that goes on. So I think it's pretty reasonable that there's a lot of famous people there. Yes. And you think it's here? I do. And now we have two U.S. races this year. So we have had Miami and then we'll have Texas, right? Yeah, which I think is like more towards October. Um, I was watching an interview with Daniel Ricciardo. Who who does he race for? Uh, um, Oh, it's um, it's Williams now, I think. No, who's the other one? McLaren. McLaren. I think he races for McLaren. I could be wrong. Does he? You're going to Google it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was he was on Trevor Noah and he was talking about how his favorite circuit is actually Austin, Texas. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, why do you like Austin, Texas? And he's like, I just feel like I'm a little bit of a Texan. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought that was interesting because they go to some crazy places. Yeah. Texas is his fave. He is he is a McLaren guy. Can't okay. confirm. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um yeah, and so as a, so you know, we're trying to watch all the races now. We're we're pretty into it, and um, so Sunday was posted up on the couch. It was nice because it was like a midday race because it is in Miami. Usually it's like six a.m. because they're oh, somewhere yeah. else in, in the world. Um, but I was watching the pre coverage, and they have this one guy who, like, before the Formula One races, like they have everybody all the cars lined up but then they have like people walking around and like talking to the drivers and everybody's around the cars and stuff it's kind of chaos and um they had one commentator for sky sports which i i don't know what sky sports is but that was like whatever channel we were watching it on um must be i was an intern for them in idaho there you go there you go so you know sky sports Mm -hmm. um but he was on like the, you know, the main coverage and his name is Martin Brundle. <laughs> he was walking around. It's the most chaotic, like 
30 minutes you could watch in television. He just has a microphone and it is live. And he is just walking around, like trying to get people to talk. He's like, Venus, Venus Williams is over here. Venus, Venus, Venus. And like putting the microphone in her face. And like, he asked her some, some silly question and she didn't really acknowledge him at first. And then he asked her again and she kind of was like, what was the question? And then he was like, that's good. And then he walked away and he was like, damn, she actually talked to me. She usually brushes me off, things like that. <laughs> but the best moment of it was he's talking to this guy named, I think I'm going to butcher his name, but Paolo Benchero. He is uh, a Duke player. Well, he's just graduating from Duke. He's projected to be like one of the top three picks in the NBA draft coming up. And <laughs> he's asking the questions. And then all of a sudden he, he was like, oh, uh, he was like, like asked him what his name was. And he told them, he's like, oh, I thought I was talking to someone else. Sorry about that. Walks away. Turns out he thought he was interviewing Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he's just like so confused walking around. It's if you're not going to watch a Formula One race, you should at least like watch this beginning coverage because this man is gold. <laughs> the Sky Sports. Well, do you think they'll let him do it again? hundred percent. I think that like it actually gets people talking about this coverage that he's going around butchering all these things. It's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And the race was that's good? My, yes, the race was good. Uh, it was no surprise. We had Red Bull and Ferrari take the top four, which has been the case for the entire season. It wasn't season. last season. So it is a surprise if you're not. Like I'm up well, to date on the Formula One show on Netflix. The okay, then, yeah. then you I, would think it's Mercedes. Circuit, yeah, I would think it was Mercedes and Red Bull. Mercedes and Red Bull. But yeah, Mercedes, for some reason, they are now like, they've been way far back. I mean, they've been hitting like eighth, ninth place. Hamilton, I think might've had fifth or, I think they had fifth and sixth in uh, Miami. But yeah, it's just been, they've really dropped. And so, I mean, it's obviously something to do with the car because both of them are doing this. But it's crazy to see Hamilton, who was going for the one-two spot, is now, like, dropping so far down. So that's kind of sad to see. Also, he's a beloved driver in the States. Like, I think that's why a lot of these athletes and stuff were there was to watch Hamilton. So to see him kind of get knocked down a little bit, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Yeah. Um, oh. But, yeah, that's my, that's my Grand Prix coverage. Yeah, yeah, my sports coverage uh, – the NFL schedule is going to be released tonight. Ooh. So if you're listening to this on Friday, it's already been released and you know when all the games are. I nice. don't know when the games are right now. Um, what, who, so you're a Seattle fan. You're a Seahawks fan. Yes. What's your favorite team to see go against the Seahawks? I mean, the Niners, obviously. It's fun because they're rival, rivalry in themselves, but then it's fun because like a lot of my friends are Niners fans, you, Kyle, and Grant, all including that. Uh, so, of course, it's fun to kind of root against each other. That's what about fun. you? I, I love watching them play the Seahawks traditionally. I mean, I feel like we haven't been on the same playing field for a little bit. So, yeah, I, I feel like it hasn't been as competitive, mm -hmm. which is not as fun. But uh, Rams, just because we were so close to the Super Bowl this year, and then the Rams. The Rams ended up taking it. So I think, and they're close by. So lots of friends down here, like Billy's a Rams, Rams fan. So we always watch with him and it's, it's a good time. I'm excited for, for the football season to start back up again. It's not starting until September, obviously, but um, yeah, I, I was looking forward to 
to NFL season. I like your NFL season. It's fun. It just takes up your whole Sunday. You have a yeah. plan. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be fun. And it'll be good um, when the baby comes to because Kyle works on Sundays. Yeah. I can just like sit on the couch, hang with him and watch a game. I think nice. it'll be nice. We'll see. Could be Are miserable. You- <laughs> is he is he gonna have to be a Niners fan are we gonna let him decide he can he decide but uh my coworker Joe got him some Niners gear that's pretty legit and so yeah. we're excited so he'll at least wear Niners stuff while he's little we'll see we'll see in other sports news I have LeBron James was named the second highest paid athlete last year he made 121 million dollars last year so that is like obviously not just his NBA contract. That's like additional. Yeah, it's got to be endorsements and stuff as well. Okay. So who do you think is the number one paid athlete from last year? I'll give you a hint just because there's probably a billion people that to pick from. They are an international athlete. I'm going to say, I think I, I think it's Hamilton or no. someone in Formula One, Verstappen. It's not Formula One. Really? Because those are, I mean, their contracts are insane. Think of what the most popular international sport is. Oh, oh, Ronaldo. You're on the right sport, but not the right athlete. Um, he doesn't look like super, you wouldn't look at him and be like, oh, no, that guy's for sure a soccer player. In my opinion. Do I know him? It's Lionel Messi. Yeah, see, I didn't even know that he was even relevant. So, <laughs> yeah, Lionel Messi made 130 million last year. And just to put these into perspective, Daniel Radcliffe, who played Harry Potter mm-hmm. in his whole career, like think of every like residuals, think of everything Daniel's gotten from Harry Potter plus all of his other stuff. His net worth in total is 110 million. Wow. And LeBron is making a hundred and what did I say? A hundred and twenty-one in a single year. That's crazy. That guy's got some cash. Wow. Yeah. I'm so, surprised that Radcliffe is only, I mean, that's a lot of money, but I would yeah. expect it to be yeah, more. Yeah, exactly. I know. I would think it would be more too. I also wrote on here, side note, Tom Brady, <laughs> he's going to get, 375 million over 10 years to be a Fox Sports commentator once he actually retires. retires. Which is huge because Tony Romo also has a 10 year contract. His is 18 million. Yeah, but Tony Romo is not the GOAT. And I don't want to call Tom Brady the GOAT. That hurts me to say that. But like, okay, okay, but 375 versus 18. What is 18? What is the percentage? I'm there? just saying, eighteen divided. Um, I don't, I don't know what that. It's, it's got to be like. Uh, he makes four percent of what. Yeah, I, say, I think it's <laughs> five. I mean, it makes sense. I bet their actual NFL contracts are kind of four like percent. They're doing the same job. I know. I know Brady's been to more, <laughs> but has, has Tony Romo? How many <laughs> NFLs? Or NFLs. How many NFLs has he won? How many, How many NFLs, NFLs has Tony How many Romo NFLs has Tony Romo done? No, Super Bowls. How many has he won? Um, how many years did he play? I don't know. I just think, yes, a lot of money, big difference. But I understand 
Well, he makes a considerable amount more than Tony Romo. Yeah, I just, I just think it's funny. They're doing two of the same job. And just the, yeah. the how much more you can get paid. It's just it's, so is Tony Romo with Fox Sports too? Tony Romo is a CBS analyst. So that could be part of it too. There's more money in the Fox. Fox Sports. Yeah. There, there's lots of factors. But yeah. if you're just looking at it apples to apples, which it probably isn't, it's just yeah. funny to compare the two. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Well, moving on to pop culture. So this isn't going to be relevant to a lot of people, but I wanted to talk about it. It's not relevant. And if you don't know the news, the podcast, yeah, but, but, but it's relevant for the, the consequences. Yes. So we talked about last week or the week before um, we went to see our favorite podcast, Chicks in the Office live. And Courtney and I have been following them for a long time. We really like them. Uh, they're affiliated with the Barstool Network, uh, Barstool Sports Network, but you wouldn't really guess that they're like a part of Barstool when they're talking. No, they don't. Stuff. They don't talk sports or, I mean, one has a separate sports podcast, but yeah, I mean, they got there. They were the only like two girls in the office to start and they yes. loved pop culture. So they started a podcast. Yeah. It's just a pop culture podcast. And um, so anyways, one of the girls, Rhea, she's younger. She's 24, 25. Um, she when she started out at Barstool, she was dating one of the uh, one of the guys there. His name's Hank, and Hank's really moved up in the ranks now. He's like one of the top guys, and he's really close with Dave Portnoy, who is the guy who does he own Barstool? Yeah, he started Barstool. Yeah, he started Barstool. So him and his buddy Big Cat, um, they're like buddies with Hank. Anyways, Rhea and Hank broke up like a year and a half ago. It was quite some time ago, but they had been dating for um, probably, I think they said like three or four years. They lived together. They had a dog together. It was a pretty serious relationship, um, but they broke up and then um, it was just, the news just came out that Rhea has now been dating somebody else in the Barstool office, but it's somebody that like Hank works with or sits next to in the, on a daily basis. So everybody's kind of freaking out about it. It's been like all in the news. It's very high school drama. Um, Barstool is just using it as content to, you know, promote and get people talking about Barstool, which is what we're doing right now. Um, but the thing that I find the most troubling with it, and that's like really upsetting me is that it's not only just coming from like trolls on Twitter and stuff, like there's really not nice things being said about Rhea and and her new boyfriend too Marty but um it's also like her boss Dave is literally going out there and crapping on her he called her a douchebag he essentially said that her and um her new guy pretty much he's like if I had a crystal ball uh I see them not working here in the future all because of drama so with Rhea he's like I think she I think she'll be fine she can choose whether or not she wants to re-up her contract uh with, he's like so that's going to be her choice but uh when it comes to Marty the guy she's dating he's like uh he's I'm not pretty much more work for them. we're not gonna re-up his contract when this time comes in February All so just to to give you an idea of the numbers here Dave is tweeting about all of this like team Hank and everything he has 2.7 million followers on Twitter. 
and he is trashing his employee Rhea saying she's Mm -hmm. a scumbag like there's a tweet that says she's a scumbag yeah and he also I was watching it so he had an interview where he brought on Hank and Marty he had both of them sitting there talking and he's just talking through all this drama stuff this these two people's relationship which was really messed up because he like this Marty guys you don't know all the background like you just know what you've heard yes we we should have done this we should have done that I still stand by I like I'm really really into this girl I know it's messed up and I'm sorry there's nothing I can do now he's like I would have done it again I really like her and like all of that I mean I don't think I would like that to happen to me I would be very upset but to sit here and like yes to sit here and say that somebody's livelihood is going away because of office drama like that one it's I believe illegal uh to be sitting here and saying I'm not gonna up your contract yeah and then he also during that interview Dave was like well Rhea struggled with her mental health and it's like he he's I think he legitimately might have used the term crazy or like he, he definitely mentioned her mental health and it's like to sit here and bring up someone's mental health when it comes to a relationship kind of thing and you're her boss and you're putting her on blast like this absolutely not okay like I think this is needs to be a much bigger conversation than this like drama that they're using for content you you can't treat somebody that way it's it's just so crazy because it like Rhea didn't cheat on Hank with Marty right right? she dated them for like five years they broke up because she's like look I'm young and I'm this is too serious of a relationship for me I want to see what it's like to be single in my 20s and so she started dating this guy beginning of this year. And so mm-hmm. it had been like six months or something since she had dated Hank. You, you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to be single when you're 25. Be like, you know what? Actually, I want some companionship. Maybe like the single life isn't what I thought it was going to be. Like you're allowed to do that. And it wasn't like they were, they didn't get caught like holding hands at work or anything at work. They were yeah. on a trip and someone took a picture of the two of them together. And then everybody was just going crazy on them. It's just, it wouldn't have justified it. Even if she, if she cheated on him, yeah. it wouldn't have justified it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, this is as innocent as it can be. And your boss is calling you a scumbag to his 2.7 million followers on Twitter, trashing you on every public forum and saying that you might not have a job, saying that your boyfriend certainly doesn't have a job. Like there's, it's gotta be illegal for sure. Like there's gotta be something. Yeah. And, and so the way he's do. talking about it, he's not even saying it like it's a relationship. He's saying, well, yeah, you chose to F Rhea. Like he's actually using, I don't like to cuss, but yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's been saying that like, oh yeah. So you just made this decision just so you could F Rhea and like all this stuff. It's like just the way he's talking about it. It's not even acknowledging it as a relationship. He's just like talking about their like sexual life. And he's calling her crazy, talking about her mental health. And he's saying that they're not going to have jobs. Like there's just so much wrong with this picture. And I think, I don't know. I'm interested to see what shakes out. I don't know if they are going to fight it legally, but I just, well, and, again, and I'm not a lawyer, but the Tom Brady aspect of it, mm. Tom Brady went on Twitter and tweeted team Hank, which is just yeah. made it so much worse and so much more in the public eye and so they're just getting like dragged through the mud for dating each other which is so crazy. stupid and crazy and if you're not following any of it like maybe look some of it up because it's yeah. it, it's got it I hope it becomes like some I hope it's a bigger conversation or yeah. something because you can't do that to somebody 
I don't care. Where does Rhea go from here? Yeah. I don't care if you're Barstool, this huge company, and you're a guy's network. It's like all dudes. for the boys. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. About this misogynistic, stupid company that you have. Well, it's not. I like some things they do. But I don't care that that's how you are portrayed. You cannot treat somebody that way, regardless. You cannot do that. No. And that's where so, I stand. And that's what's been upsetting me this week. <laughs> yeah. And Rhea's going to put out a podcast on Monday. So we'll get to hear her side. We haven't heard anything really from her. So yeah. hopefully hopefully she's, she's doing okay and she has an okay weekend. Because if you listen to the podcast, so she's pretty sensitive. I mean, she's 25. And yeah, yeah. So not okay. We both have watched The Circle. And it's one of those shows where you you start watching because you have nothing to watch and you're yeah, just like, I need something like, I can you have like, to watch the circle <laughs> no it's like I need something on in the background and it's got it's got like 20 episodes might as well just throw this on whatever and yeah. so <laughs> it's on Netflix if you want to watch it the whole concept is they fill up an apartment complex with a bunch of people and the only way these people can interact is via social media and so they can either present as themselves or they can present as a catfish. And then there's different challenges, ratings, all kinds of things. And like, if you get rated the top, then you get to vote who to kick out that kind of thing until there's the winner at the end. And it's a hundred thousand dollar prize and you meet everybody and you find out who is catfishing and all this good stuff. Right. It's more entertaining than I thought it was going to be, but this season was just, you know, that the show's going. Be- yeah. Sorry. It's still going right now. Netflix is doing it where they do like batch releases. So I think they yeah, release like four. the first five or four, five, and yeah. then I think the next ones might be tonight or they were yesterday. It was yesterday. Know. It was yesterday. Oh, I have to watch those. But yeah, yeah, anyways, the first the first batch was released. Yeah, and I appreciate it. I mean, I of course I love it when you drop all the episodes at once, like Selling Sunset. But it is a good way to slow slow yourself down from watching yeah, it all. You roll a little bit, yeah. But it's it's nice that they give you more than one when they do mm-hmm. the drop. But anyways, mm-hmm. I know that the show is becoming more legitimate because they've started using celebrities as the catfishes, and we really appreciated this celebrity because it was the Spice Girls. Not all. I would have. It was two Spice it. Girls. I know. And they, so they were catfish. It was Scary Spice and it was Baby Spice. Courtney, I honestly don't know if there would be anybody that I would be more caught off guard and more excited learning about there. Like you could tell me, I don't know. I don't know any celebrity that would be in there that I would be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm talking to them. You tell me I'm talking to the Spice Girls? Yeah. It's crazy. I agree. They were a huge part of our childhood. And so uh, they... I'm not going to spoil it if you're planning on watching, but they, they got to go on and they got to play a, a guy and it was just so funny to hear their commentary and the thoughts mm-hmm. behind everything they did. And if you're, if you're a Spice Girls fan, I highly recommend you watch this season of The Circle. Yeah. Well, how they introduced them is, th- so the girls came in and they had that profile and then like sometimes within the circle they have like party nights which I always think are the weirdest thing but so people yeah the people get a box of things like clothes to dress in and in their individual room yeah and so it was like a I think it was a Spice Girls party it was a 90s 90s party party. yeah it was a 90s party but they were like playing Spice Girls and so you have all these pictures like videos and clips of people singing Spice Girls and talking about them and stuff and then like 
they got an alert and it was like, you've actually been talking to two of the Spice Girls this whole time. And then now people have to like just figure out who they've been talking to that are the Spice Girls. Yeah. And if they, they don't know it, but if they guess correctly who the Spice Girls are, mm-hmm. then they lose money. But if they no, don't, they don't lose money. Well, okay. Well, if they don't guess correctly, then they gain money into the prize pot. But right. if they do guess correctly, they don't get that extra money. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's essentially like to not get it, but they have no idea. Yeah. It's the Spice Girls have to win the money for them, yes. like by, by tricking all of them. Yes. So super entertaining. I wanted to know. So it was two Spice Girls. Like I said, yeah. it was scary and it was Emma. Which two Spice Girls would you have like just freaked out the maximum? I was such an Emma fan growing yeah, up. You were a baby so. Spice Girl. Baby Spice would have got me. Um, I think the second would be a tie between either. Uh, I'm going to guess. In, yep. I'm going to guess you're going to say Jerry, which you started saying, or Posh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are doing mine. Yours, I'm assuming. Uh-huh. You were sporty. Yeah. I don't know if you'd be excited to talk to her, but. Yeah, you, I see, I'm I think, excited to talk to Mel C for sure. I think yours would be sporty and baby. Okay, Sporty and Jerry? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jerry was kind of like always the ling- ringleader and like mm-hmm. the big shot, so. Which uh, I, I brought this up before, but she's married to the principal of the Red Bull racing team. So it's so good to still, see them. Yeah, it's yeah. good to see them out and about again because you see her on there. Mel C, mm-hmm. Sporty Spice was on Dancing with the Stars last season. Scary's been doing like America's Got Talent and like all kinds of stuff. But so it's cool to see them again. And I mean, Posh, Mary well, Kate Beckham. Posh is a fashion <laughs> Victoria icon. Beckham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's I don't know what baby, ever... baby does the great British baking show, doesn't she? She does yeah. some kind of it. Yeah. Um, have you, did you ever watch uh, Posh Spice? Victoria Beckham had like a TV show at one point, a reality show. I think it's like one season or two. It was on E. No. It was wildly entertaining. I, I love it. <laughs> like at one point, She's in LA. They're trying to find a house and like she's doing earthquake drills. I just remember her being like under a a table, like, can you see my knickers? (laughs) Her family is beautiful. Yeah. Those, they have three boys and a girl. One of them, one of the boys is playing professional soccer. Oh, he's playing Uh, professional? Yeah. One of them is like an actor kind of into the arts. And then the youngest one is really into music. And then the and girl is like 12. Yeah. The eldest son, I can't think, it's not Romeo. Brooklyn. Is it? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. He just got married. So he's, yeah, been he's in the, the one that's like, like the artsy one. Yeah. Yeah. He was at the Met Gala. He's kind of been all over the place. And then Romeo is the one who's playing soccer. Oh, and yeah. he's so tall and he looks yeah. like his mom. So he's just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And then um, Cruz is the other son and he's, he's dropping singles. They're all nice. big Justin Bieber fans, so you know I support them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have oh, I have the next one. Um, did you hear about this man that landed the plane? I think I saw it briefly. So he was it was like a tiny little like charter type plane, and the yeah. pilot I think passed out, and then he like got on and was like, I don't I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to land the plane. And then the people like the air traffic people talked him through it. Yeah. So I watched it on the Today Show, like the recap this morning. And uh, the, he was in the, there was the, the pilot seat 
and then there was a row of seats and then he was in the in the third row and I think it was just him and the pilot and the pilot just slumped over on the controls and they started doing a dive so this guy comes from the back seat gets to the gets to the driver manages to pull this large man out of the driver's Mm -hmm. seat gets into the controls like slowly pulls up has the wherewithal to like know that he has to get the plane level again yeah and then he reaches for the headphones and the set's like disconnected so he's like flying the plane with one hand trying to figure out where these headphones go to connect and this with is all air, on film air traffic control no i don't think so uh trying to the audio is there because air, when he finally does get connected to air traffic control he's like uh he's so calm he's like um my pilot's out of commission <laughs> like i need to know how to fly this plane and the guy's like where are you and he's like I have no idea and so eventually air traffic control and him figure it out they get like his speed right and everything and I guess when he came when it came to the point where he was gonna touch down like actually on the ground it's like a 10 second stretch he got disconnected from air traffic control oh gosh (laughs) on his descent coming in and when he got reconnected to air traffic control he was like Hey man, I'm on the ground. What do you want me to do? <laughs> How do I turn this thing off? That's but crazy. Do you think you would be able to to do that? Yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think I'm pretty good in those situations where it's like a lot of chaos. I think uh, I get that from our father, where you can just kind of be calm and be like, okay, this is what we have to do. We have to get this done. I feel like I could be good at that. How about you? Yeah. Yeah, I like to think that I could. I'm, I definitely in the same way, like when I'm in it, I can be super mm-hmm. calm. When I anticipate it, I'm like one of the least calm people, you know? Yeah, I'm the same. But if I'm thrown into a situation that's like, is if I, if I don't, if I'm not given the time to know what's going to happen, I mm-hmm. perform so much better. Yeah. But of course you and me, yeah. our nature is that we have to know everything. Overanalyze yeah. <laughs> through everything in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if I was in it, I'd I'd do okay. But kudos to him. They said it was a beautiful landing. And they said that um, he was motivated because his wife is pregnant. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So I would hope he touched my heart. Well, yeah, he wants to live. But (laughs) that's what he cited as like why he had to survive. Gotcha. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, My next thing. Did you ever watch Bling Empire on Netflix? Did not. You didn't? No. Okay, great. So uh, you like Selling Sunset? Yes. I think you would like Bling Empire. So it's basically like the richest of the rich in LA and it's the Asian community. And um, they, it's just kind of like, I don't know. It does, there's no real storyline. It's just following these people in their lives. Um, but it, it definitely has like that Selling Sunset kind of vibe to it where it's like, you can tell kind of scripted and like a little yeah. bit of the drama is created, but it's fascinating. It's just like, just these people, money is no object in any way. Um, so anyways, that new season is coming out tonight. So I recommend you watching. I don't know if I recommend all of our uh, listeners, mom and dad, you may not want to watch this, uh, but I think I would recommend you watching it and then we can discuss because I think it will be something you like. Okay. I will check it out this week. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that, but (laughs) I will probably be watching it. I think I said tonight, but it comes out tomorrow. So I guess when people are listening to this, 
it will have come out. Um, so we'll probably see some coverage around it. You know, the other thing that I'm really wanting to watch is it's one on Netflix. Oh, I'll have to figure out the name of it. But I saw this story on Dateline or Nightline or something. And there was there's this fertility clinic. Mm-hmm. And the fertility doctor yeah. actually switched out all of his all of his male um, I don't want to say customers. What are they? Sperm. Patients. His Here, patient. we again. Here we <laughs> yeah. go again. For all on the topic of sperms again. Uh, but anyways, he switched out their sperm samples for his. And so he secretly knew this the whole time. And now with like all of the ancestry tests and everything, all, all these kids out. have realized we're half siblings. So they yeah. just have hundreds of half siblings. I feel like this has happened before. I don't think this is the first time, but it's called our it's father. Happened, our father. Okay. It's happened on a smaller scale, I believe. But this is like the biggest case they've ever had. So I'm going to watch that too oh, this weekend. How, like how freaking upsetting is it? Not only for the devastating, kids, like I'm this guy, this creep is my father, but also like from the parents' perspective too, 100%. being like- this you child, go from being a dad this is my kid to it's still your kids as you raise yeah you love them, yeah but it's but. like this is this psychopath spawn like yeah and like as a as the mother as a woman I would feel violated, violated to the max that oh my gosh that happened Ooh. and it's like no amount of compensation or anything is ever going to ever ever come close to solving this so yeah i'm interested to seeing the details so i'm also I'm gonna a, watch that, that this weekend if you want i'm watch. assuming he, yeah i'll watch it we can talk about it um i'm assuming he's behind bars now i have no idea i would assume because that seems like a pretty what's, what's large... even that charge like what is that charge called <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> no idea we'll find out <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> okay all right and do some doubling down and i'm so proud of you because you wrote down a doubling down this week. I did I did. Yeah, did and it's because I've been coming up against this with running a lot I might have said this before I don't know if this was a hot take before I don't you think know, you were 20 we're 23 episodes in now which wow um but if you're walking in a group if you're walking period do not take up the entire sidewalk especially if you're trying to walk at a snail's pace <laughs> this is something that upsets me so much. Um, like a lot of the times as I'm running, there'll just be a whole group of people just like deep, 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 waddling around. And then you have to like run in the road or, or like, I don't know, you have to walk out of your way to get around these people. And it's just like, just, just, you know, parse it out a little bit, like give other people space. That's I'll play devil, devil's advocate here. Okay. So you're in a group of three. You're going to make like two people walk up front and one walk behind you just so there's like a shoulder space on the left of you. Okay. Or are you least... talking when someone's coming face on? Because when someone's coming face on, I will 100% move over. But like it's if you, me, and Kyle are walking Moose and Bodie and Molly, like we probably would walk three across okay. if the dogs would let us. Yeah. So my issue happens when I'm behind the person. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, I don't know you're coming. Okay. Just maybe have a, <laughs> be a little more self-aware. Okay. okay. If we're walking in a group, just be aware. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can respect it, obviously, but uh, I gotta say, I'm probably 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 guilty of it. 
Okay. Well, it's just one of my pet peeves to get stuck behind a really slow group taking over the entire sidewalk. Yeah. And that's how I feel. I feel frustrated. I, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I, I see you mm-hmm. and I'll try to be a better sidewalker for you. Thank you. You know what? If, if I accomplish anything with this podcast, it's to have people think about others um, just a little bit more. Okay. That's fair. My, um, my doubling down hot take was um, it's not cool to speculate on a woman's pregnancy. <laughs> I was yeah. walking boots the other day. And my neighbor, Stella, who's very sweet, but she was like, whoa, that baby's healthy. It's going to be well over eight pounds. (laughs) And I'm just like, lady, you're calling me large. You are saying that what's about to happen is going to hurt even more than I already anticipated it's going to hurt. Like you're just capitalizing on all my fears right now. And uh, I didn't invite you to do that. I walked by your house. I didn't say, hey, how big do you think my baby's going to be? Or like, yeah. am I showing large? Like none of that. So um, I don't think it's a, you might think you're being cheeky or like, like, it's just funny. No. Like, it's funny when Kyle does it because I know he's not serious about any of it. Or like, if you did any of it, like, if you're like, whoa, court, that kid's gonna be like 10 pounds. Like, I wouldn't, I know yeah. you guys are joking with me, but when it's yeah. unsolicited from somebody I don't have a relationship with, <laughs> don't do it <laughs> how do you feel about people touching your belly do you get a lot of that um I don't get a lot of it and honestly I don't mind it um I was talking to Kyle about this in the car last night it it doesn't feel like my belly necessarily like it just I know it's I think it's just because it's such a different shape and like it's honestly like the sensation's a little different and everything and I don't feel like like it doesn't feel super intimate to me as like, if somebody went up and touched your stomach, you'd be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Mine's sticking out. Like it obviously has Very something upset. in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't mind it. And you know, if people are excited, especially like friends and family that are excited and they want to like see what it feels like. Yeah, please. Whatever. It's only a limited time in my life. So I, I really don't mind. I, if it was like, if it was like a waiter and he was like, Hey, can I feel your belly? Might be weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might but, be weird. I haven't come up against that, so I'm fine. Okay, okay. good to know. Good to know. Mm-hmm. All right, we are winding down, and we're gonna get our spot of the week. I put this one because when pe- anybody's coming to town, if they want to eat somewhere, like I, I, this one's always on my list. So I thought I would put it on this list, and it's the restaurant Catch in Point Loma, K E T C H. Mm-hmm. Reasons I love it. It is on the water, so you you're looking at boats the whole time which is great. And you can see part of downtown foods, good, good, happy hour and lots of parking. There you go. See, I really like that place too. Um, I recommended it for a group that came into town and we went there. Horrible experience. Oh no. What happened? They like had us inside. So we were more by the bar. It was very crowded. It was like Mm -hmm. one of the first times that you could eat at restaurants outside of COVID. And, um, so I just don't know if it'd been like so long or like a, that it had new staff or what, but drinks were not good. Weight was not good. Food was not good, but I've had very good experiences there. It's just, I felt, I was really excited to take people and recommend. I was like, oh, this is a good spot. No, it's, it's a good it's spot. Solid. Yeah. It was like, it was Grant's friends too. So I was like, oh yeah, okay. Well, this is a good spot. We should go here. And then we went there and it was not good. No, <laughs> bummer. 
Well, but I still I hope yeah. you get it on a good day. Yeah, I still would recommend, but that was my sob story. I think there's it was COVID related. There's a foot right here right now. That's so weird. It's so weird. I can feel like the ball of his like heel. Oh, yeah. It's weird. I hate that for you. It's weird. I'm getting yeah. more used to it, but like it's weird. Oof. Anyways, um, last one. Okay, so I know I've been doing slang views, but honestly, yeah. I'm exhausting all of the the slang, yeah. the slang lists, mm-hmm. and I don't want to bring anything to you that's not going to be something that you can use in your vernacular. You know, like I don't want exactly. you to, I don't want you to be embarrassed. So well, yeah, yeah, you don't want to be like reaching. No. So I changed it to random fact. Mm-hmm. So my random fact is that, um, you know, when people raise a glass, they say, let's raise a toast. Yes. So the ancient Romans used to drop a piece of toast into their wine for good health. Hence why you mm-hmm. say raise a toast. But it's also oh, wow. speculated that you place a piece of toast within the jug of wine and it was like poor quality and it was supposed to soak up some of the acidity and mm-hmm. improve the flavor interesting i bet they did that with prison wine probably yeah it's probably what's probably what they're doing there hooch so they call it the stuff they make in the toilet with the fruit (laughs) yeah i bet bet toast is a big yeah part of the hooch but um, (laughs) so that's why it's called a toast interesting yeah we've never guessed that i've never questioned why it's called a toast me neither i really haven't (laughs) so Super interesting. Yeah. Hmm. You thinking about wine, are you? Mm. No, I just Googled random facts and that was one that popped oh. up. But I am excited for like first, I've been, I've been eating more like noodles and Italian lately because it's more mild. Like red sauce stuff is killing my acid reflux. But if you do like white sauces and like butters and cheese, I'm fine. So I think I'm all, I always think, oh, this would be so nice with a glass of wine. Yeah. So I'm not like, chomping at the bit for it but you just like sometimes you realize oh this would make this meal even better kind of like yeah totally yeah cool well that is our podcast for this week thank you for tuning in as katie said we hope that you uh if you take anything away from here it's just be considerate of others be considerate of others be considerate of their time be considerate of their space be considerate of their shape of their shape yes Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Have a great week, everybody. See ya.